Hello, everyone. Welcome to Trifecta Protection's Real People, Real Stories podcast. I am your host, Brooke Packard, the owner and founder of the company. What is Trifecta Protection, you might ask? The world is just starting to find out. Trifecta Protection is a 2020 newly designed self-defense device that offers three safety devices built into one unit. Trifecta Protection includes an alarm, a knife, and an anti-drip mace bottle to help keep you safe no matter where you are in your daily routine. Our mission, you ask? Our mission is to strive to both protect and prevent dangerous encounters from being executed. Our device is designed to help give people a peace of mind that they're equipped with the right protection at all times in their day. There's no better gift than the gift of safety, whether that be for yourself or for others that you love. This podcast is going to be a platform where people countrywide share their stories, whether that be a story about a stalker, predators, close call encounters that they've gone through, or murders, obviously not from the first person point of view for the murders. It's going to be a safe place where people are allowed to share what's happened, how they've grown from it, and share their advice for others. We already have 15 episodes lined up where ladies are ready to share their stories. I could not be more excited. All episodes are going to be released Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So, where did trifecta protection come from? Every great idea comes from a story, and I have two personal stories that I want to share with you today. Sometimes I find myself laying in bed at night, brainstorming and questioning ways I can help impact the world in a more positive way. How can I, Brooke Packard, make a difference in the world? And that's where the idea, the build of trifecta protection came from. My bed at 9 p.m. at night (laughs) when I was going to sleep. I'm a total grandma and I'm only 24 years old. That leads us to our first story. Back when I was a senior in college, I took a class called Death, Dying, and Living. Still, to this day, it was the best and most powerful class that I have ever taken. Shout out to Professor Wayne Daniel, because Wayne Daniel is still number one in my book. One class, we held a past life regression. If you're curious about what a past life regression is, it's a deep meditation where you may or may not be able to see into your past lives. I personally am a big believer in ghosts and spirits, but at that time I was very skeptical about the idea of past lives before that class. We were told to allow whatever comes to our mind just to come, as we can't make this up. Whatever comes to your mind, just let it come. We're in our past life regression. And through there, I was able to see two of my past lives, one of which leads into trifecta protection and why I invented it. As I was laying on the floor in a deep meditation, I saw myself as a young girl. I was no older than 13, but probably no younger than 10. I specifically remember wearing a cheetah shirt and jean shorts, the long jean shorts, because it was back in the day, a past life, so years ago, when those were in style. I was waiting at the end of the road. The road was long. I had no idea what I was waiting for, but I was waiting. All of a sudden, a black truck drove up, and there was a middle-aged man man driving the truck. I do remember his face pretty vividly when I think back, and he was middle-aged, I would say between 30 and 40, and he had a mustache, and clearly he was up to no good. I remember then an image popped into my head, and all of a sudden I was looking down on my body in a black trash bag. I was tied up in a black trash bag in the back of this man's truck. 
I'm looking down on this picture of me in a trash bag. Then all of a sudden, I'm on the side of the road in the trash bag, dead. He killed me. I murdered. That's deep. This story resonates with me today because it 110% makes sense as to who I am in this life. I am petrified of people. I am the type of person to check a lock three to four times before I go to bed. I tell everyone where I am and where I'm going if I'm going for a walk or for a run. I look for different um, specific things on my walk so I could quickly make a phone call and say, I'm next to Carver Street or I'm next to the big rock in front of the red house. I'm literally always on guard. Um, I'm also the type of person that... I walk with my keys sticking out of my hand because I'm ready to stab whoever might come at me. That's pretty creepy, but yes, that is me. I'm paranoid. Even I shower with the shower curtain half open so I can see into the hallway. I'm petrified of being attacked in the shower. Yes, you might think I'm crazy, but having that past life regression after seeing that, my life today just makes total sense. Now, you might be thinking this lady is totally nuts, but I promise you I was skeptical at first as well. But now it all fits perfect puzzle pieces in my brain. In addition to being murdered in my first life, I've also been stalked in my current life as well. It wasn't just me being stalked, but also my mom and younger sister. Here's a little bit of a backstory. Close to where I grew up, there was a murder mystery about 15 years prior to this day, And it's still never been solved. Some young female was murdered by a monster. The police had a sketch and a description of the man and the car, but still has not made an arrest years later, and the case is still open. My mom's sister and I, we are big walkers. We tried running. It wasn't for us. Big walkers. When I lived back at home, we would walk between three and five miles a day. Okay, we lived in a safe area, safer back roads that we thought, Nothing weird ever happened until this, and then our lives changed forever, and how we looked at everything changed forever. During our walks, we started to see the same vehicle every single time we went out. What are the odds that when you're on a walk, you would recognize the same vehicle day in and day out? Pretty slim, huh? That's what we thought, too. Not only would this car and this guy drive past us once, but he would circle back around three or four times, driving slowly. Sometimes he would make eye contact with us, sometimes he wouldn't. It almost seemed like our phones were tapped, like he knew exactly when we were going out. And it's strange because we would not just go out at 3 p.m. We would switch up our routines so nothing was ever the same every single day. Every day was different, and he was always there. It's still mind-blowing to think about. To take it a step forward, his car matched the description of the killer's car from the murder mystery, and his face... Facial features from the sketch were also close. He was just clearly older. One day, he decided to follow us to the gym. Ironically, on that day, our key cards weren't working and we could not enter the gym. He was parked in a parking spot directly staring at my sister and I. He was actually in the McDonald's parking lot looking right over at the gym. How convenient, right? We called my dad and he had enough of this bullcrap and he drove right down to the gym. We lived pretty close. He went right up to this guy's car and he told him he needs to cut this out because he's horrifying us. This man replied with, quotes, your daughters need to get tougher and I also know exactly who your wife is, end quotes. That's a threat. 
Nowhere in my dad's conversation, first of all, did he mention my mom and he brought up my mom. Strange. I'm sure my dad was ready to kill this man, but he did play it cool and he kept it professional, as he always does. And my dad decided to tell him that we knew exactly who he was and exactly where he lived. From that day, from the day that my dad went up and had words with this man and told him we know who he is and where he lives, the stalking stopped because we're getting too close. We know something. We know too much. Later in that day, we went back to our house and we used our investigation skills. We clearly watched too many episodes of Criminal Minds and we found out his full name and his full address. We went to the cops multiple times as well as we went to meetings for the unsolved murder case, but nothing ever came from it. To this day, we still drive by this man's house going on our daily routines, and he has that car in the back of his house parked. He has gotten new cars, but he's decided to keep this car in the back of his house. Why? Nowadays, if you're getting rid of a car, you want to sell it to make some money or you want to trade it in or a junkyard, but this man decided to keep this car. Why did he want to keep this car? Because there's clearly evidence still inside from when he killed that first person. I still tell people to this day, if I ever go missing, to check the Volvo man's house, as we call him, because this man is up to no good. He's old now, but he's up to no good. The mystery is still unsolved today, but the incident has changed the way that I live my daily life. I'm always on guard now. Whew. Those were two very in-depth stories. Those are the backstories of how and why I invented trifecta protection. Now I'm always ready and I'm protected no matter where I am. I want to share that with you guys and give you a peace of mind to all of you that you're safe, you're protected, and that you're safe. And that's where trifecta protection comes in. If you have a story to tell, please send us a message through our social media accounts at Trifecta Protection and sign up for an episode. See you guys next week. Stay safe, my friends.